0: All right, let us start our Sunday school. Who is the tallest man? Physically, you are? Okay, then please come up. You'll get a double blessing out of the... No, keep, keep him at bay. All right. I've got many of these, but I'm going to start with the red one. You can tell me what these are. Lollipop, Tootsie Roll roll Pop, right? They're always good. Get to the center and get Tootsie Roll on them. Okay, so I'm gonna ask for a few volunteers to come and try to get this lollipop. If you get it, you keep it. And you can eat it today. You can do whatever you want with it. It's yours, okay? But you have to get it. Come on over, Mr. Glancy. (laughs) How about you stand right here, okay. And I'm going to put, so, so I'm t- to show you I'm not lying, I'm going to put this right there in the hat. You put this on your head. Like this. Yeah. Oh Yeah, don't turn it over, just upside down, just like that. It'll stay. There you go. Kind of smoosh it down so it's, there you go, good. Okay, so now we have a lollipop in Mr. Glancy's head. Okay, <laughs> using anything in this room, <laughs> take the lollipop from him. Neil, you want to try first? No punching, right? No punching. <laughs> you, you, can't, you can't physically hurt him. You, you know, you gotta be kind of very nice to him. Don't, don't hurt him. Okay, Neil. Oh, that's pretty good. Shoot, all right, Neil, that's yours, that's yours. but I've got more. Okay, let's do the purple one. (laughs) There we go. Hannah? (laughs) There we go, she's gonna give it a try. What a trooper, I love it. (laughs) Using anything in the room. So think to yourself, what can I use to get up there? What do you think? Oh, maybe if you walk a little backwards, you can. can. Well, especially for Hannah. That's pretty good. All right, I love it. Hand for Hannah. All right. Glancy daughter, you wanna try? Any, any Glancy daughters? Don't hurt, do not hurt your dad. Oh, ah. All right, we're gonna do one more, at least. Orange one, whoever's interested in orange. Any volunteers? Ben? Ah, there we go. Oh, we got twofer. All right, here, maybe you two can work together. You wanna try to do it together? And we'll put a second one in there. Go for both. Maybe you can help each other. Remember, don't hurt them. What do you think? What about a chair? Are you going to get. You get one for yeah. Yay! <laughs> All right, thank you, Mr. Glancy. Oh, wait, one more. Let me put one more up there. What's that? <laughs> I'm going to put one more in there. Okay. So, just want to say that, like, If you're thinking about ways to get the lollipop, there's only, you have to go through who? Mr. Glancy, right? Mr. Glancy is the way (laughs) to the lollipops, right? One thought I had was, hey, Mr. Glancy, can you give me your hat? So he is the way to the lollipops. Thank you, you can have one. There'll be more at snack, boys, so I know what happens. All right, and and to say I'm not lying, I've got, I do have more. Right. Okay, so think of that, um, that uh, Mr. Glancy is the way to lollipops. And then as we go through this, we're gonna do John 14, uh, as you heard. And um, one question I'd like you to hold in your mind as we go through the session is, um, how does fear affect your actions? So kind of hold this in your mind as we go through the study. How does fear, thanks for joining, glad you're, welcome. Uh, how does fear affect your actions and your decisions? So hold that and we'll revisit that a little bit later. Okay, uh, if you want, you can open John 14 or you can just sort of listen. What we're gonna do is read the verse, of course, right? and. Uh, this will lead up to those of you in the Kabuki Theater. So the Kabuki Theater actors are here, and they're gonna join us in a little exercise after we read uh, a little bit of the story. So as you get to John 14, what I'm gonna do is, is uh, just read through like a survey. So what has happened so far? John, From John 1 to John 14, a lot has happened. So as we get into this scripture, what just listen as I do a flyby of all the things that kind of happened from chapter to chapter. For instance, the word became flesh, chapter one. The testimony of John the Baptist, the calling of the disciples. Chapter two, the wedding at Cana, of course a miracle. Uh, He cleanses the temple, Jesus does. Chapter three, Nicodemus, and where Jesus says you must be born again. Um, He's also baptized, Jesus is. Uh, Chapter four, Jesus tells, the woman at the well, that he is the Christ. Healings and miracles continue in that chapter. Chapter five, Jesus heals on the Sabbath. And uh, he also tells the Jews that he does nothing on his own accord, but only what he sees his father doing. Chapter six, he feeds 5,000. He walks on the water. He proclaims, I am the bread of life. Chapter seven, Jesus secretly goes to the Feast of Booths. Uh, Confusion and speculation about Jesus being the Christ. Lots of arguments. Chapter eight, Jesus says, I am the light of the world, bearing witness about himself. He tells the Jews that they cannot um, go or follow where he's going. He says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and the truth will set you free. Chapter nine, the healing of the man born blind from birth and that whole story. Chapter 10, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, the door of the sheep. Jesus says, I and, and the father are one. Chapter 11, he raises Lazarus and says, I am the resurrection and the life. Chapter 12, Mary anoints Jesus at Bethany and enters Jerusalem. Chapter 13, in the upper room, washes the disciples' feet, and dun-dun-dun, Judas leaves. So Judas exits. So that's where we are in chapter 14. Judas is gone. They're in the upper room. And Judas has just betrayed Jesus. So just kind of think, And I was thinking, like, what's happening right at that moment? Well, chances are the other 11 are totally perplexed, probably like we all would be. Not only had they wondered if it was going to be them who betrayed Jesus, remember that? Like, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? But Judas did then betray. They're like, oh, it was him. It was him? It wasn't me? Right? They're probably glad it wasn't them, but perplexed that it was Judas, and then confused as to what all it all means. So they're confused. Um, add to this the knowledge that they knew the Jews were seeking Jesus, right? He comes up secretly, he does stuff. He escapes the Jews in different settings. They must have been afraid as well. So with that fear, have that in mind. Who would like to read for us John 14, 1 through seven? Anyone? Has it open? Ah, bonus points. Lollipop if you want one. Yeah, go ahead. John one. John fourteen, one through seven. Great, so I am the way, the truth, and the life, right? No man comes to the Father except through me. What a great statement. And as I was reading that, and a lot of times I've, I, I've thought this in the past, it was like the mic drop of the event. It's like, boom, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. It's like, oh, and everyone's like, boom, boom, boom. But as I read further, it, it, probably, it didn't seem that way, right? As I started reviewing the ams in scripture, So where in scripture have you heard someone declare that I am, or that I am something? Like how many other I am's have you heard in scripture that you can recall? The burning bush, bush. to who? To God saying who he was, to whom? Moses, right? So that's, that's cool. Any others? Doesn't have to be Old Testament. Charlie Price, what do you say there? You say that I am. Right? Doesn't he? Doesn't he say that? You've said that I am. Yeah, Kathy. I am who I am. I am, who, I am. Where you, who do you say that to? I think it was Abraham. Oh no, no! I'm sorry. You're you're right to, to Moses. I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. Yeah. Right, in this context of um, who who should I say sent me? Right, and he's like I am. Tell tell him I am sent you. Perfect. Yeah. I am, boom, yeah. So all of a sudden we see that Christ is actually revealing or we see this often when God's referring to himself, right? Uh, How about in John? I read through a few of them. Did you catch my little survey? I I put a few Easter eggs in there, a few hints. I am the bread of life. I'm the resurrection and the life. I am the vine, yeah. True Vine, chapter 15. Oh, you took it? Good speaking up. Oh, no, way in the back, Tim. What's that? I am the door. I am the gate. I am the gate. I am good shepherd. Love it, yeah. Yeah. I am He. he just said, I am. Yeah. Okay. It's a good one. And then the other one, probably uh, you were thinking of, was I am Light of the World. Right. So those are it. Right. At first read, seems like it was dramatic and revealing moment. Now we, see, as we see in John, it's one of many revealing moments. After Lazarus was raised from the dead, Jesus, as the resurrection and life, certainly would be astounding in this verse. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, so at, we're done with IMs. So the IMs are, you know, a, a, a great kind of parallel. You see that this is like what he's doing, he's revealing himself. So let's just go through each one of them. Like he says, I am the way. So, how is Christ the way? Now, Cynthia sent me some notes, or Karen sent me Cynthia's notes. The women's Bible study went through this. I'm sorry, Kathy, go ahead. Yeah, um, he paved the way, right? So he's the way. He's, he showed us what to do and then did it, and then we follow in what he's told us to do. So in that way, he's the path, right? Cynthia. Right, so, so to repeat that, it was that the way was blocked to Adam and Eve. So when they were sent out of the garden, right, the flaming sword of fire and the cherubim were at the door blocking the way so it actually raises the question right why do we need a way why does christ need to be the way because the way was blocked originally Right, so he showed it, and then all of a sudden, well, there's and, and to that point, it's, it's uh, the way refers to communion, or the way that you want or what you're desiring is communion with the Lord. So what was blocked from us through Adam was that communion with God, right? So... Jesus shows us the way to communion with God. Why? How? By communion with God. Like being the one who can do it fully in righteousness and then we all know he dies for that hope. He, he takes the penalty that blocked the way in order that we could follow the way. Right? It's pretty cool. It's related back to communion with the Lord. So what is that way? Well, the destination is worth it because it's God himself, right? Um, it's just not sort of personal happiness, <laughs> um, not being uncomfortable. It's more than that, right? It's, it's being restored to communion with God. Um, so we reviewed how he went before us. He showed us how to walk. We walk in his way. He restores stores, um, us to communion with the Lord. And he, and he also calls himself like the way or that, that gate that was brought up before. So he is the gate, much like uh, Mr. Glancy is the gate to Tootsie Roll Pops. Right, Ben? So is Jesus Christ the gate to God himself. Right, that's pretty cool. Um, So that just brought up some ideas about how is Christ the gate as well. And that brings us back to chapter 10 in John. And this is where we're going to really need our kabuki theater players. So if you have your popsicle sticks with your sheep or with your face, there's lots of things that are gonna happen here soon, and we're gonna go through chapter 10 a little bit about the gate. So um, some of the rules, just remember, you know, if you don't have a face mask, please don't, don't jump up. You might get in the way, okay, uh, the way. So um, you know, hold your peace. Uh, the sheep know that they have to listen to my voice and the shepherd. They cannot listen to someone else's voice particularly not Barney Fife's voice. So when you see Barney Fife or Mr. Glancy, sheep, you cannot listen to his voice, okay? That's a quick setup here. So sheep, if you would please come up into the pen. We have um, the little lamb whose fleece was white as snow we have the mama and daddy sheep. We have the Rastafarian sheep with the curls. We got the black sheep. We have the ha 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 sheep. <laughs> Believe it or not, their ears are like that. They're just straight up and down. Who have I missed? Oh, and we have the ram. We have the big ram. This is a really good looking herd of sheep. So we 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 need our, scr- we need our scraggly shepherd. Hey, I'm pretty scraggly. <laughs> oh, you—you you, you must. Oh, okay. He's getting in. He's getting into. He's getting into character. Okay. So you gotta. Oh, yeah, show this is your shepherd. This is your shepherd. Follow this man. <clears throat> okay, so well, the, way, the way we'll do this is we'll read what scripture says, and then we'll see how the kabuki theater players act it out. Okay? So, uh, John 10 truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man's a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door, is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them. The sheep follow him, for they know his voice. The stranger will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This is a figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what they were saying. Okay. Shepherd, I would lead your sheep to the back of the room. Okay. <laughs> so if you don't know, that is Barney Fife uh, from Andy Griffith's show, who was allowed one bullet, and Andy would give it to, give it to him sometimes, but he'd take it away from him other times. All right, um, next scene, I'll, I'll read this again. So Jesus again said to them, "'Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. "'All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door, if anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to kill, to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd laid lays down his life for the sheep. So shepherd, lead your sheep back to the pen. And then you, gate, the and you become the sheep gate. Yes. Come in. Come in. Don't, don't pay attention to him. Come, come, come in to safety. Follow me, my sheep. <laughs> and what happens is, Sometimes they need a little <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, the shepherd becomes the gate. So this is, this is real stuff. This is what the shepherds would do. There would be this pen, they would be hedged in, but there would be no door to swing or to hold. So the shepherd would lay in the gate. Don't even think about getting out. I'm here, you can't go anywhere. And they'd sleep at the gate. And of course we know that there's dangers in the wilderness, right? So they go out to pasture, but then they're gonna be going different places to find better pasture, but at night they have to be protected. So that's why the shepherd sits as the gate, pretty symbolic, right? I think you're getting the point here. Um, so, so we're gonna move to the next scene and, and in this one, we swap out a player for a second. So Shepard goes, take your seat. Mr. Fife, he's going to sit. There you go, so you're, you're a little bit sketchy. He's going to be the hired. He's, he's switch hitting as far as an actor. Right now, he's going to be the hired hand. Yes. I know, he's a renaissance man. <laughs> <sighs> All right, so the next, next portion of this. I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. Oops, wait a minute. Did I miss that? Sorry, I'm way too far ahead. Uh, he who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, okay, cue the wolf, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. i got to get out of the way. Okay, Wolf, go back to your pen or wherever you go to in the wilderness. He yeah, oh, hey, Shepherd, call your sheep back, please. Sheep, return! Return, sheep! Come! I call you by name. <laughs> <laughs> you better be protected, Mr. Shepherd. Okay, and he sits at the gate. This charge I have received from my father. Cue the wolf. Ah, a back me. Back me. I, never I shall protect you, my sheep. And give them a round of applause. Thank you, you may you may go back to the wilderness. Man, they were good. Uh, You know, I I thought of running a few videos of like a wolf hunting down a sheep, right? Because that's nasty. But I thought that would be bad taste for a Sunday school. But this was good, right? This gave you the idea like the shepherd is the gate (laughs) By the way, by the way, any of you parents there, these are sports swords. It's a little fiberglass in the middle and it's got nice softy stuff outside. And what's awesome about this is it really doesn't matter how hard you hit somebody with it. It doesn't hurt that bad, (laughs) right? Like, it's good. And uh, so if you want your kids to battle it out, you know, an argument or something, take the swords, Boom, uh, they're really fun. Okay, so there's a hard truth to all of this. So I am the way, the truth, and the life finishes with no man comes to the Father except through me. So it's not that he's just the gate. He's the only way. Like there's no other way. So that's that's like the end of that sentence. No, no, fa- no one comes to the Father except through me. So a conclusion here would be Christ is the way as he walked in the way that had fellowship with the Father and God. He then shows us the way to walk a righteous life, and, and we know the only way we can follow is the work of the Holy Spirit provided when we commit our lives to Jesus and the work he did in opening the way as the gatekeeper. So, a conclusion. If he is the gatekeeper, like he's the gate, what are we to fear? Think about the fears. That you were. you Keep this in the back of your mind. What are we to fear if he's the gate? Okay, so then, how is, moving to the next one, how is Christ the truth? I am the way, the truth. How is he the truth? Any passages come to mind? Any thoughts? Just top of head. Some of you memorize the entire bit of the scriptures, so you can just... Christ teaches me what? How is, Christ our prophet How is Christ our prophet? By teaching me the will of God. Thank you, Ben. That's pretty good. How about John 1? What does John 1 say? In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. All things were made through him And without him, not anything made that was made. If if you want to understand the truth of reality, Christ is the beginning of it, right? So he's the authoritative word, which would be something that's truthful (laughs) or something that's clear, right? How about um, in John eight? Does that come to mind anyone? How about somebody read for me John eight, verse 31? You invite him in my word. You are truly my disciples. And, 32. and thirty-two. Keep going, yeah. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Free. You can see the mind of John coming here, and all the stories that he observed, and what he recounted, and the Holy Spirit speaking through him. Right? That he's equating Christ with the truth. And he declares it not only in the beginning, uh, but as he's going through John, he sees that um, the truth is through Christ. It's not through other man-made regulations. Um, And even what the Pharisees were teaching at the time, um, this is where where they uh, acknowledged that Christ was speaking with authority. So what was it about that authority? Well, he was speaking truth because he was the truth. Any other thoughts? How was Christ the truth, Tim? Right. And the truth is going back to communion with God, right? I and the Father are one. If you, if you'd have known me, right, you'd know my Father. Um, yeah, absolutely. Right, so the opposite of truth is not truth, (laughs) right? It's not, and yeah, so there has to be another way that's wrong, yeah. So even the light dark is truth, untruth, right? Darkness, you're stumbling. It's really kind of interesting as well that, that the light enables you to see clearly and the darkness, you stumble or it's scary. So I would say the same thing, that where you're holding fear, chances are it's pretty foggy. It's pretty dark. It's a dark place to be, it's confusing. So if you just think about what he's doing in this time of confusion for the disciples, it's probably pretty dark in their minds, like perplexing. Kathy. Um, um, Mm, That's a good one. Pure along with truth, right? Yeah, good. Any others? Right on time. So I'll take a conclusion on this one. So we went from I am's to I am the way. Now we're in I am the way, the truth. You know, as Jesus is God, knowing and seeing, following Jesus is knowing and seeing and following God. Right? It's that truth. It's that clarity. It's the light. It is the anchor of life. Um, Not knowing this then makes you continually seek an anchor perspective or a measuring stick by which to evaluate your situations in life. So the opposite of truth doesn't give you a measuring stick. It gets confusing. You're in dark. So the opposite is that you have to do it on your own and then you have to figure it out and then you have to build up your own measuring stick and chances are you're your comparison or measuring stick is someone else. It might be your neighbor, it could be a family member. It's like you're seeking for it in everywhere except where it needs to be, where the truth is. Right? Um, to continually see Christ is to continually, it's to continue to understand the truth of our life, our situation, and our status with God. This enables us to see clearly instead of partially through fog or in the dark, enables us to see through light because we're looking at Christ and his example, his way, walking his way, right? The fog creates fear, creates darkness. That's confusion, right? So again, when we're we're not looking at Christ's way, we are going to be confused. And chances are you're going to be fearful. That's where fear creeps in. And fear creeps in because you're only relying on yourself and what you have measuring stick that you've picked up from someone else, right? I'm a poor measuring stick. I would hate anybody to measure themselves off me. It would be disastrous. Exactly, It's a really good point. If you didn't hear that, the shepherd created the boundary for the sheep. So that it creates the boundaries, it creates the structure to be safe and happy, peaceful, to see clearly what to do, stay in your bounds. Without the shepherd, there's no bounds. It's totally unrestricted. Yeah. And I would say that the truth then also removes fear. So I think with the darkness, the fog, fear is escalated. When you see the truth, it removes that fear because you can act and walk in the way of Christ or act and walk because you know which way to go. Yeah? Any other points on the way, um, the truth? Okay. Let's move on to I am the way the truth and the life. Okay, great. How then is Christ life? What do you recall either through John that we just read or anywhere else where he's claimed to be the life? Ronnie Yeah. He said, "I'm the resurrection and life, right?" And then he showed it by raising Lazarus from the dead. Like, right? He proved it. Isn't that cool? Like, you wouldn't believe somebody it was like, oh, I'm the resurrection and life, right?" And you just... But what power do you have? Like, really? Why? But he he did it. That's amazing. Any others? Maybe chapter one? Oh, Tim. Right. Said, so I'm the bread of life, I'm just repeating what Tim said. I'm the bread of life, but he also demonstrated it through uh, giving manna to the Israelites as they wandered for 40 years. Yeah, that's a good one. Any others? Right. Right. So repeating that one, the water gushing out of the rock, right, He's the life. How about verse 4 or 2 in chapter 1? Life and light, right. So I'm the light. In him, he's the word, he's the light, he's the light, I'm sorry, yeah, he's the light and the life, Um, the light of men, which comes back to truth. Kind of all weaves together, doesn't it? I yeah, feel like I get a big hug this morning so far, Cynthia. He's the bu- what? He's the vine. He is. Yes, absolutely. So back to the vine image, right? What does the vine do? Supplies nutrients to the fruit and to the leaves. Awesome. Okay, so you know another piece that I thought was. Uh, Like Matthew 26, Um, the Jews demanded to know if he was the Christ. And in verse 64, Jesus says to him, you have said so, but I tell you, from now on you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. And um, this was also repeated in Mark and Luke. They have the same reference. He's going to be alive, (laughs) right? Seated at the right hand of power, which is God. So that's amazing and it was true and we get a declaration from Stephen that he saw him at the right hand. He was a deacon, by the way, the first martyr. So I you know, I, I mostly align with, with Judas because I'm a treasurer, but um, I'm a deacon, so I you know, think maybe Stephen's one of my bros. Uh, anybody uh, read for me Ephesians 1, verse 19? Before you didn't see this, but when we were looking up passages, Greg raises his hand, and I'm about to call on him, and I kind of did, and then Alona read the, the verse. I thought it was just beautiful. It's like. Man. Man, they is a I is that what marriage is about? Man. Anyone have it? Kathy. Oh, sorry, Jenny. Kathy got it first. Oh, you have a question? Okay. <laughs> Right, so there's Paul, right, just acknowledging the same thing. So he is alive because he's alive. (laughs) You you almost don't have to try too hard on this one. It's like, okay, there we go. But imagine not knowing that, first of all, or also not telling that to yourself. Because here's what happens. We kind of go off on our our way, and we kind of think everything's, um, you know, Principalities of powers and the heavens, and there's evil, and we pray, and the spirit helps us, and those things are all true, but there is a physical Jesus Christ sitting at the power of God right now, right he's not just spirit, and he's he's sitting there physically, he rose physically, and if that's not all true, then we had a nice kabuki theater this morning, that's about it, right You can all have you know. Everyone did their job, it was great, but it's not the power that we need to live. So, think that way. My conclusion here, you know, if he has conquered death and is alive, he has shown us the way, he leads us in the way like a shepherd, guiding us in all truth, and has promised to bring, him, bring us to himself, where he is, what are we to fear? I mean, We're going back to the fears, right? Okay, so uh, in my house, my, my folks are selling their house, crazy, they're selling their house. And it's a small little one and uh, it has the steep stairs to the basement and uh, the, the, we had this big freezer and we, we had four kids and boys, three boys. So we always had um, these gallon buckets of ice cream. Sometimes they were two gallons and then we had ice pops and we had all sorts of things in that freezer that freezer was in the third room in the back, in the basement. And this is before you would have a switch that was in the, on the wall. So light bulb in the middle of the room and at night, there's no light. So you had to get into the room first, pull the string and then you see the light. Okay, so I'm dialing back a little memory I'm going backwards, so I'm I'm about third grade. In second grade, I started Judo. I had a year into Judo, and uh, you know, I like karate. So, I was pretty afraid to go get my ice cream, but I wanted my ice cream. Like, like it, did, it wasn't gonna stop me to get the ice cream, but it's pretty scary. It's just dark, dark. You know, it's the dark where you can't see anything. Okay, so my answer, to get to the light switch was, I was gonna scare whoever was in that room. And I I did it through my karate kicks and chops. So just imagine, I'm about Ben's size. So I'm all whopping 40 pounds, probably. (laughs) I was 90 pounds in high school. so, um, So I'm going downstairs, and you slide the door open pretty quick because behind it is either the goblins or the guy who's gonna grab you, or somebody who's gonna snatch you. And my thought was, if I just kicked them first, got to the light, when I turned on the light, they would all go away. That was my reasoning, all right, so. Just imagine, it was kind of like, I get down there, I'm like, okay, I'm coming in! Pull open the door, and this is what, I, I would do this every time. I would do this. Ah, ah, it, okay. ah, 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 ah. Now, the problem is if I couldn't get to the string, right? So there's a kick, there's a couple hands. If I couldn't get to the string, I'm like, oh, no, I can't get to the string. So it was a couple extra kicks. Boom, 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 gah! And I had to keep doing that until I got the string. Then I got the string and the light goes on, I'm fine. So I didn't do that twice. There was two rooms. And the first light didn't light up the whole of the second light, so I had to do the second time. So, like I enter, do the whole same. So, that was me trying to trying to allay my fear, because those those goblins were real in my mind, right? Okay, so my childhood heart dealt with fear without understanding the way the truth in life. My way was vain fists and fake confidence, right? My truth was muddled, confused on how things work. It doesn't, people just don't lurk in the basement. Maybe they might in these dramatic movies and captivity stories, but there's not gonna be somebody hanging in your basement, really? And there's certainly not goblins. I was walking in darkness, right? And so my life depended upon me and my understanding. So, we're gonna pause for a second and kind of collect the fears that you harbor. So you're gonna think to yourself, I'm not gonna turn off the lights, I'm not gonna breathe, I'm not gonna chant. I want you to think for a second, 30 seconds. um, And think about some fears that you're hanging on to or that you might have. So as we do this, just think this way. What keeps you from doing something like this, speaking up in love, acting in the midst of confusion? What keeps you from, let's say, saying yes to something instead of saying no? What keeps you from not doing what you know you should be doing? Kind of obvious there, but what, what keeps you from not stopping what you know you should be stopping? doing something instead of nothing, or being passive, or being quiet when your prideful impulse is to defend yourself, like what keeps you, what's the fear behind having to defend yourself? So think for 25 more seconds. So you got a list, something you can make actionable. Our God's a timeless God. So I think if you did it right away, it wouldn't be too soon to act on whatever is sitting in your list of things that are keeping you fearful. And I think this way, that what my childhood heart needed is what my adult heart continually needs to be reminded of and it comes right back to the first thing he says to him. They're totally confused and here's what he says. He says in that confusing moment, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you that I would, if it were not so, I would have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. I will come again and I will take you to myself that where you, that where I am, you may be also. So in those fears, remind your heart that he's gonna take you. So what does it matter? Like what does time matter? Why do something later? Why not do it now? Maybe if you do it now, it's insulting, so do it later. Sure, I get it. But encourage your heart to do the hard things that walk in Christ's way, right? See things clearly instead of being muddled in the dark. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, you are good. I uh, thank you for the Kabuki Theater actors. Thank you for this morning. Thank you for reminding us uh, to um, remind our hearts that you uh, have a prepared place for us, that we should not be afraid, we should not let our hearts be troubled. Uh, even in the confusing moments and the time that you were leading up to your death and your resurrection, you encouraged your disciples to take heart. Um, encourage us this morning to take heart. In Jesus' name. Thanks. Welcome. Would you say set these out as snack? Snack table. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. You you could. keep it in your yeah remind yourself of the, being the shepherd thank you Jake, for all your work today. welcome